Hello, podcast listeners. You've reached This Marketing Life, and I'm your host, Fiona McEachern. This Marketing Life is the podcast that discusses the real-world challenges and opportunities facing today's marketing manager. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on iTunes and visit thismarketinglife.com to subscribe to future episodes and call marketing management goodies. And if you have any questions about marketing management, please contact me. Well, the beginning of 2018 is a great time to review where you are at in terms of data or data management and privacy. As technology continues to ramp up and take center stage for a lot of marketing managers, we are so tempted to do many things that we're at risk of not considering whether we should, especially when it comes to data. We think that having more data is better but that may not be the case. There is a lot of discussion on data and privacy at the moment. If you are in Australia, you may not be aware that the mandatory data breach notification laws that were passed in 2017 come into effect this month on the 23rd of February 2018. It's called the Privacy Amendment Notifiable Data Breaches Bill 2016. If you want to know if this affects your business in Australia, I will put a link on the show notes page. It has some similarities to the GDPR, which comes into effect in the EU in May this year, 2018. In a nutshell, the GDPR will exist to rein in what businesses do with the data that they have collected about leads and customers and how they intend to use it for marketing. But I will come back to the details of the GDPR in a bit. As a marketer, one of your responsibilities is to generate leads for the business or actually the sales team. Those leads that you gather, whether cold, warm or hot, all consist of gathering data. This data is then stored in your marketing software, in your CRM software, on your computer and in your shared company filing system. Then, as the sales team enters even more data about the customers, or the support team, or customer service does, your business becomes even more responsible as to what happens with all this data. If you do not have a clearer understanding of the type of data and the amount of data your business is collecting on leads and customers, then now is the time to stop and conduct a situational analysis and have a look at the state of your data. Whether it is marketing, sales, tech, product or support, your whole team needs to understand exactly what data is being collected and why. This may even be spearheaded in your business by a CRM team or a data team. But having a detailed data management plan or data policy with detailed data flows is the best way of ensuring all of your internal stakeholders are clear about exactly what what data is retained, what it's used for, and surprisingly enough, exactly when it is or should be deleted. From a marketing point of view, this translates into areas as well like like email marketing and marketing automation as well. I've put together a little template for data management in in business uh, that I use. So if you're interested in this data management template, a policy template, you can jump onto thismarketinglife.com and download uh, the one that I use. 
If you're looking for more specialized information, there are a few places online you can find it. One I particularly like is the IAPP. The IAPP, or the International Association of Privacy Professionals, has some great resources. According to their website, they are a resource for professionals who want to develop and advance their careers by helping organizations successfully manage risks and protect their data. They're the world's largest, most comprehensive global uh, information privacy community. They also run workshops from time to time on, on data privacy as well. You need to join their organization or their association to get the really good content. And I see membership for students starts at uh, US $50, which it might be worth it if you're passionate about data and privacy or you're considering specializing. Uh, a data management policy may also be known as an information governance policy. Uh, officially, as, as Wikipedia explains, information governance, or IG, is the management of information at an organization, which seems simple enough and sounds a lot like uh, how you would create a data management policy. Uh, they say information governance encompasses more than traditional records management. It incorporates so much more. So it includes uh, information security and protection, compliance, data governance, electronic discovery, risk management, privacy, data storage and archiving, knowledge management, business operations and management, audit analytics, IT management, master data management, enterprise architecture, business intelligence, big data, data science and finance. So having an information governance policy will cover so much more in the business than just data management, but may be a bit overkill depending on the size of your business. When it comes down to it, as a marketing manager, you need to be aware or across the data in your business. It may be your remit or responsibility. It may, it may be up to you to understand the data policy and what's happening in the business or another state, senior stakeholder in your business may take the reins. Uh, and your legal advisor or legal team may need to be involved as well just to sign everything off because ultimately meeting the legislative requirements is a legal responsibility. So, and, and then once you have your, your data management policy or your information governance policy, you also, I mean, the data management policy and information government, that kind of is an internal document that you guys use internally. So you know uh, exactly what you're doing and how you can communicate to your customers what you're doing with the data. And then as well as these two documents, you need to have a privacy policy. Now you may already have a privacy policy, but, um, how it fits in is that your, the privacy policy is what you actually, this is what you give to customers. This is what you actually tell your customers you are doing with their data. And you need to ensure this privacy policy is up to date and inclusive of the latest legislation in your country or region or, or wherever you may be affected. Um, not, I mean, not only is it efficient to keep, keep it up to date, at least annually, it can definitely save your business uh, a world of pain uh, down the line. So uh, I jump pretty much straight into now the hot topic, uh, which seems to be on, on everyone's lips at the moment. And this is the, the GDPR. Uh, yeah, if this is the first, first time uh, you've actually heard about the GDPR, I'm going to explain this, uh, this legislation in some detail. 
Uh, effectively, it stands for the Europe. It, it's based. It's coming from the European Union, and it stands for the General Data Protection Regulation. Uh, this regulation comes into play the 25th of May 2018. So it is a few months away, but it's a, it's a good prep time, and many many businesses in the European Union are prepping now. Uh, for this uh, regulation to come into force. Uh, you may be wondering what a new policy in the European Union has to do with you and your business, especially if you're in Australia or US or Africa or Asia or pretty much anywhere outside the EU. Well, your business may be impacted. And for the purpose of this podcast, I will focus down on Australia, although many aspects I'm discussing could impact you as well. Uh, when I'm discussing best practice for marketing managers and leaders, I do try and take a global inclusive perspective. I mean, with technology the way it is and how globally linked we all are, I think if you take a global friendly approach, you should have all your bases covered when it comes to regional legislation. So for Australian businesses, according to a great resource, which is the Office of the Australian Information Commissioner, it says about the GDPR, Australian businesses of any size may need to comply if they have an establishment in the EU, if they offer goods and services in the EU, or if they monitor the behaviour of any individuals in the EU. So for geographically targeted local businesses, if you really are just really locally focused and your cust the, the chances are minuscule um, of, of having customers or data from clients in the GDPR, you can pretty much not be too concerned about it. But if there is a chance that your business or any offices of your business service EU-based customers, then you need to sit up and pay attention. Uh, if you're keen to read the official PDF guide uh, that has been issued from the uh, the office of the Australian Information Commissioner, I will have this uh, available for you to download and view on the show notes page of this Marketing Life. So now that you're aware that this uh, uh, legislation is coming into play, how do you make sure you comply with the legislation? Well, the easiest way is to make sure it's in your data management plan. So when you obtain a, a leads or client's personal data, you should be able to explain in clear and plain language uh, why you need the data, how you'll be using it, and how long you intend to keep it. This is, this is pretty much in a nutshell what the GDPR is about. So the processing should be tailored in a way that respects the key data protection principles. Uh, there's actually a handy little podcast episode from the IAB, the Interactive Advertising Bureau, uh, their Simplify and Inspire podcast. There's an episode that came out on the 31st of January called Privacy and Data, uh, where they interview Justin Cudmore from Mark Lawyers, who is a specialist in, in data and privacy issues. Now, while I don't agree with absolutely everything Justin says in the podcast, like the notion that businesses should try and gather as much data as possible. Uh, I really do like some of the key takeaways that he mentioned. So he said that uh, your business must comply if you have a minimum $3 million turnover. Uh, he also mentioned that they will go after EU companies who breach the regulations first before they go after companies in other places like Australia or US. 
And the bigger, one of the biggest takeaways is you have a legal obligation to report a data breach uh, within 72 hours in the, with this, uh, in the European Union, which is currently 30 days in Australia. So you've, got to, you've pretty much got to jump on it and report any data breaches straight away. I guess the realities of and the finite details of this regulation will eventually reveal itself in more specific detail down the line. But for now, there is enough of a framework there for to get started. So ultimately, I mean, there are three risks for Australian companies around the GDPR. The first is the biggest risk in my mind, which is reputation. And this is what uh, Justin says in the podcast as well. I mean, it does only take a minute for you to lose your business's reputation. Uh, being a company known to have a, a data breach can affect your trustworthiness in terms of uh, trying to gather leads or trying to keep customers. Uh, so that is that is definitely your biggest risk. The second risk, if you don't look after your data, is the final penalty from breaching regulations like the GDPR. Um, which can be, I mean, in Australia, we have um, various regulations and we have, you know, the the Spam Act as well. But for in the GDPR, you can be fined up to 20 million euros, which is a phenomenally huge amount of money. And which is why so many businesses are paying close attention to make sure that they they meet the requirements. Uh, the, I mean, good on them. I mean, these guys in the EU are really serious about data protection and privacy for customers. And um, I have to say, I am, I'm for that as well. So thirdly, there is a risk uh, when it comes to data of getting hacked, which in itself would cause major headaches and potential financial pain. The penalties for not looking after your data is scary, and you don't have to look far to see the penalties that have been handed out in recent times over the past few years. For example, AT&T in US has paid a $25 million fine for a breach that exposed 80,000 customers' names, full or partial social security numbers, and account-related data, including customer proprietary network information. The Hilton Hotel was fined $700,000 for two data breaches that shared credit card and other information of their 350,000 customers. And the Honda Motor Europe Limited was also slapped a fine for sending 289,790 emails, again aiming to clarify certain customers' choices for receiving marketing and Basically, they thought that these emails were not classified as marketing, that they were customer service emails. But as as Honda could not actually provide evidence that the customers had ever given consent to receiving this type of email, this was in breach of the current data regulation. And Honda was fined, I think, about £13,000 accordingly just for that one email. So there's, there's no messing around uh, when it comes to looking after your data. I mean, these fines are just a a few of the fines that you can easily find that companies have been issued because they've done the wrong thing or they haven't protected their data. And there are fines being issued to individuals as well as businesses. So there are individuals who are responsible and then the whole business is responsible. So there's no excuse when it comes to understanding the legislation and treating your data right. As a marketing manager, you know, awareness is key. 
basically data collection with with today's technology has no borders. I mean, how can you go to excessive lengths to control who signs up to your newsletter or who downloads your ebook? I mean, you can't. There's there's no digital passport that that browsers must show when they visit a website from another country or or continent. Therefore, I mean, it's in your best interest to ensure you comply with all data protection regulations. Uh, It's just good business and it will protect you and your customers as you grow, especially, especially if you have plans to grow internationally. So that's pretty much the summary of uh, what is happening in terms of data and privacy and the GDPR. I hope you found that helpful. I'm going to have a whole lot of resources available on on this Marketing Life website that you can access and if you want to learn more information. So uh, stay tuned uh, for more Marketing Manager topics and, uh, and more discussions on upcoming episodes. So thanks for listening. If you like the show, please leave a rating or review on iTunes. Also, please visit thismarketinglife.com to view the show notes and subscribe to future episodes. I would love your feedback. If you have any burning questions on marketing management, you can ask on the website, through Twitter, on the Facebook page, or just email me at hi at thismarketinglife.com. Until next time, keep marketing.